graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Colon and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And here we are recording for our live audiences on where we're at the, at the Love Studios here in Rochester, New York, mm-hmm. which is basically not Paul's basement. Which <laughs> is nice. We get to record during the day. And uh, we're on the middle level. Yeah. Paul's like, I don't want to go downstairs. It's cold. I got my blanket on. It's my day off. I just want to sleep. Chris came I don't have a day off. What, do you, what the hell is a day off? But uh, it's not your day off? No. You work later today? I do. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Well, technically, I'm not leaving this place until I go to work. That's gotcha, that gotcha. And I got to go to work in a little bit also. So, and this, it's totally my fault, people. I apologize. I was supposed to be here like like an hour before I showed up, but I was on the phone with my insurance company, and it, they, the fucking proof they want to send you, like they're like send a copy of this, send me a copy of that, and like you know, and I sent them a copy of my gas bill because I'm because they want quote unquote proof of garaging, like where what? I keep my car, the insurance, and it's like you know, and they go and the guy goes, oh what yeah, what kind of insurance do you have? <laughs> Progressive, and 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 but the whole thing is they go. We, we need proof of garaging, meaning basically what neighborhood is the car primarily going to be parked in. Well, apparently, these wonderful people and their investigative fucking uh, intelligence still have my fucking address from seven years ago when I lived in Jersey. And I'm like, but you're sending the mail to my address. And I've sent them paperwork in the past. And it goes, the guy goes, I see you have sent this paperwork in the past, but it doesn't qualify. And I'm like, what the fuck doesn't qualify? So I had to resend them. I sent them a gas bill. Oh, that's not enough. We need a pay stub or something like that. Because they're like, do you have a cable bill? And I'm like, no, I don't have a cable. Do you have a cell phone bill? No, I don't have a cell phone. I like, you know, I have a, I have a prepaid cell phone. Right. And they're like, uh, do you have a pay stub? And I'm like, I got a pay stub, but my pay stub doesn't have my address on it because the address is on the actual check. And so I get paid tomorrow, so I have to take care of it tomorrow. But I spent 40 minutes sending emails to this fucking guy trying to get shit situated and, you know. All that for them, for me to just call back tomorrow. So that's why I was 40 minutes late. Actually, I was an hour late, but the four minute phone call. See, had it not gotten the phone call, I would have only been 20 minutes late. <laughs> the phone call was 40 minutes, so I was a complete hour late. I should put, I should put, try to handle with love. That's what I should put yeah. there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, for the people at home, if you happen to not watch our stream, we're recording this in, in Paul's living room, which his, his uh, lovely fiance, there's a, there's a, there's a sign that says love on the wall uh, and it's right it's between paul's head and my head so i think it's pretty appropriate you know because you know paul thinks i, I paul thinks i cheated on him you did and i and it's just you know i i, I love to choke him that's what happens austin is a guy that i work with and uh you know he's a fan of podcasts like he's a big fan of kevin smith's podcast and stuff like that so he's like he, he likes the idea of like a podcast without having to do any of the work like <laughs> i mean you know you know, he he wants to be on a podcast, but he doesn't want to go through all the shit that it takes to get a podcast done. I'm like, well, you come on my show. And seeing that, like, you and I, we've, like, for the past, like, two years or so, we've been doing, like, other, every other week, or the past year at least, we've been doing, like, every other week. And I'm, I need to pot, like, I need to get it out of my system. <laughs> he needs to get it out of the system. I, I'm like so Louis C.K., I have to get it out. Um, but, uh, so, <laughs> with that being said... I said, all right, so on the weeks that you and I don't record, I could probably record with Austin if he's if he's available and stuff like that, you know. So He's cheating on you. I'm not cheating on you. It's an open relationship. <laughs> Fuck you, it's an open relationship. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so, so those listeners... Because he can't get laid, he needs to have somebody else. Yeah, I gotta, you know, hey, look... I gotta get I gotta get that energy out there in the fucking ether or I'll fucking uh, I'll pass out. Now, uh, on my way here, I, I asked if he wanted any... Uh, Mountain Dew, which I, I ended up getting us some Mountain Dew, and it's not. This is not a paid endorsement. 
It is a paid endorsement. Fuck that. <laughs> so I go to I go to the local Seven Eleven, and a woman's like, "Do you have the app?" Uh, whatever. I'm like, "Well, you ever use the app every time you make a purchase?" And they get, and I'm like, "Do we? Are we doing this again? Are they tracking our fucking purchases again so they can sell the fucking?" We, they can sell your purchase history to a fucking third company. And I, oh, and you get free stuff. Oh, great. I get, you know, after about 30,000 fucking purchases, I get a fucking, you know, a, a free upgrade on a coffee or something like that. And, you know, but meanwhile, you're getting paid big money to sell my information to a fucking third party company. You know, yeah. Get my email address and phone number. I just sit as a And as soon as I got off the phone with the, with the insurance company, speaking of, and I'm not, I'm not accusing a progressive of this, but literally... Two seconds I got up. I'm not two seconds, but I mean, I got off the phone with the insurance company. I got two phone calls in a row. Both of them like spam emails. One was like, win a cruise. You know, this is the, you know, radio state. And they didn't, they don't say the numbers. The radio station. You win a cruise to the Bahamas. and Just stay tuned. And I'm like, like hung up the fucking phone. Then I got another one for like, a, I don't know if it was a politician or insurance company, whatever, but like, hi, this is Joe Smith. And I just fucking hung up like, you know. So I don't know. I'm not saying progressives do, but my somebody has my fucking number. Oh, see, Chris, this is this is what's so nice about my phone. You can actually see what's watching. Watch well, it. I got a new phone. Look at, it. I mean, look, I got a, I got a new uh, for the audience at home. I got a, I got a brand new phone on Black Friday, as a matter of fact. And uh, is, it, is it an iPhone, Chris? No, it's not. Then it an fucking iPhone. sucks. It's just a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Android. It's a Huawei, 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 Huawei. Hello, Jennifer. Huawei, Huawei. Oh, Jen. See, this is... I like it. Jen, you're pretty much a part of the show, even though you're not on the show. No, see, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're actually not cheating on me. You're cheating on her, because she's usually the alternate. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, on, see? See? Yeah, yeah. See, now you got to contend with her. <laughs> but, it, yeah. So I'm see. the alpha dog, and then you fucking cheat on the, the substitute. <laughs> I, I got a side side. Oh, I got a side side. See, oh, Jen. See, oh, yeah. wait, hold on. Let me lower it. Let me, oh, boy. That was annoying. What the fuck was that? I was I, like, I wanted to see Jen's comment, but I ended up playing the video. So, hey, Jen. So, Jen, you could contribute to the show. Like, even though you're not officially hosting, you could still kind of contribute to the show by just commenting. And if Jen goes, we were on a break, like from uh, Friends, David Schumer's character. But uh, yeah, so like, I'm I'm building this the Stranger Squad. I mean, you know, the Stranger Stranger Squad, Stranger Squad, Strangers. Uh, what do they call that when it's? Uh, Aren't you making enough where you can get Wi-Fi now? We can just do this over Skype. Yeah. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? It's um. Fuck you. I don't know what. No, no. It's uh. Money. The, the stranger stable. Like you know, like in wrestling stable? when when fuck that, back in the day when the wrestlers like when they would like all the guys who work for like Bob allegedly work for Bobby the Brain Heenan. It was like the, the Heenan or they called it the Heenan family or uh you know and well NWO was sort of like a stable you know like like we were an association. No, no we're not doing a stranger that. stable. No, no. Okay. Well, that being said, with my brand new Black Friday phone, he Huey, 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 because this phone was originally $150, got it for 50 bucks Black Friday, because um, I was supposed to, the plan was, I was supposed to pick up my daughter Thanksgiving afternoon, take her to New York City. Her, her mom automatically goes, well, my mom's in town, fuck your plans, pick her up in the morning. So I originally was intending to go take my daughter to New yeah. York City Um Thursday afternoon, her mom decided to just switch plans on me. Go fuck yourself, Chris. You're a piece of shit, low life scumbag. Asshole. See, see, and, I had mine in writing. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, but look, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, am I mentioning it? Yes, but I'm not, I'm not looking to start shit. But that being said, I had basically Thursday afternoon to myself, which I originally had plans to drive my daughter down to New York City. So I'm like, all right. So I'm going through my phone and I see, um, I see uh, injustice to. GameStop, 15 bucks, Black Friday deal. I'm like, oh shit. So I call and they go, and I call them up. I call the one local to my house and they're like, we got five left. And the woman's like, but there's a line, so uh, I can't promise you anything. And at least she was being honest. So I go and um, I get the, uh, I get to GameStop and there's literally like a line going down the whole side of the store and including the back. And I'm like, oh shit, all these people, someone's going to get Injustice 2 for PlayStation 4 for 15 bucks ahead of me. And I said, let me just wait in line. And I saw the, I saw a used copy. So I'm like, I'll grab the used copy off the shelf. And I said, if anything, um, you know, the, uh, if anything, you know, they can, we'll find out. If anything, you know, I can get the used copy and like kind of negotiate, like, you know, give me some of the used copy for, for that price. So, uh, luckily I got online. Surprisingly enough, by the time I got up to the front, 
Got Injustice 2. They didn't have to buy the used copy. Um, then I hit the Walmart. I went a little crazy. <laughs> a little? I, I went a little crazy. Uh, but that being said, I went a little crazy, but the DVDs were five bucks. And I, I'm getting DVDs in a world where everyone's running out and getting the 4K Ultra Blu-ray up your ass fucking edition. Blu-rays were $5. So I got like Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, The Killing Joke. I got the fucking Lord of the Rings trilogy on Blu-ray for like fucking... 10 bucks uh mad max fury road uh spider-man homecoming and like one other you know uh you know injustice 2 titanfall 1 that was like 14 bucks or something like that so i went a little nuts you know i went i bought t-shirts and anyone who follows me on facebook i'm wearing one of the shirts now i had left i had left the shirt i, I left the shirts behind <laughs> in the walmart i was so excited with all the stuff that i bought um so I went back to Walmart and they said, because uh, I, I, I left it there and I was kind of upset. And then someone had commented and they said, if you go back to Walmart with the receipt, they might be able to uh, reimburse you. And I said, all right. So, I, you know, I went to the receipt. I went there like super early in the morning so I wouldn't have any problems. And the woman like took the receipt. She gave it to like security. They checked the camera and they could see that I left the bag behind. Like apparently the, the customer after me got the shirts and stuff like that. But since it wasn't like a scam or anything like that. They reimbursed me. Surprisingly enough, they they still had the shirts that I was looking for. You know, I mean, I got them on the regular display, not the not. So the, they reimbursed you, or you you could just get the shirts. Well, they they, they gave me my money back, oh. and then I said, all right, and then I found the shirts, and and I and the lady kind of automatic. She knew what I wanted. I, I what I was asking is, I would like to repurchase the shirts that I didn't get, but can I get it at the Black Friday price? Because they were back they were back on the regular shelf. Like on Black Friday, they had these bins, Black Friday bins, you know, right. like cardboard things. And they had it all organized where you, you had to come in one entrance and you kind of walk all the way around the store and you couldn't, you could, then you leave the other entrance. So this was like in a bin, the shirts. And, uh, so when I went back the second, when I went back, the shirts were back on like where the graphic t-shirts were at. So, and she knew exactly what I wanted and she went and she reduced the price back to originally $3 back to, as opposed to seven fifty. And so, you know, I mean, I know Walmart's an evil scumbag corporation, but at least, you know, at least like... For I, one day, they weren't an evil corporation yeah, for Chris. For one day, they looked out for me. I mean, I mean, that woman did the... She did the right thing. I don't think she was doing anything wrong or whatever. And so, um, got my shirt. So that was sort of my... I went a little nuts on Black Friday, but, you know, that's what... I, and I've never, I've never done the Black Friday thing. I've never... I've never sat out in front of a store at fucking three o'clock in the morning, you know. After work, after working Rite Aid, not Rite Aid, a Radio Shack, and and working on Black Friday, you know. And I and I did feel bad because the the GameStop the sale technically started at four o'clock. I didn't know this. I got there at six, so that means those people like had Thanksgiving dinner and then went to games. So I'm part of. I guess I'm part of the problem. You know, I, I think why the people were there was because there was um, the PS4 and the Xbox One. Hmm. Yeah, Xbox One. I know that GameStop was doing, because all of them were pretty much doing the same deal, but GameStop had the PS4 for $199, which was the same as everybody else, but then I think they were offering like a gift card too with it. Yeah, but I mean, so, I'm talking about the people there, I mean, be, meaning me being a customer, being part of the problem. <laughs> well, that's probably, that's probably why they were there, though. Oh, and Jen commented Black Friday sucked because uh, she was working that day, because Jen, uh, Jen does a... Uh, independent contracting sort of a deal where she sells uh, like nail files and beauty supply products uh, the forever oh. files and they're sort of like these glass files so um she went out to she went out to buffalo at a mall out in buffalo and i guess things weren't good for for her on black friday so uh sorry, to, sorry which to, mall did you go to i go well i guess you'll comment eventually. yeah oh okay so yeah the company's name is called shane's forever files s-h-a-n-e-s -E but you know apostrophe forever files and uh you know if you want to if you want to give the whole uh <laughs> breakdown but so unfortunately for, no, you can for, say Jen, that for when you come on the show not fucking black friday it sucked it sucked for her and i you know and i feel bad about that um i actually worked black friday i worked work, at night but time and a half is wonderful thursday night yeah they actually had people went to the fucking theaters on people Dude, went to the theaters thursday we do three to four hundred people on thanksgiving Oh, you know what? I guess they're done eating. You're stuck looking at your phone. Well, usually what happens <laughs> You're is... You're stuck is... looking at your family. <laughs> usually like, there, there's this the thing called... Uh, oh, Eastern Hill. See, that's why you should have gone to Walden Galleria. You would have a lot more lot more business there. Well, um, I, I think that's through her... You know, like I said, she's like a subcontract. Whoever her, like, her... her I, I don't want to say her boss, because that sounds like whatever. Her associate probably already had arrangements or whatever. Like, I, you know, 
to go to that mall. Nah, I would have been Come like, on. here, here's my response. Um, what was I saying? So, <laughs> so you have Black Friday. Yeah, like so three, 400 people. Yeah, I mean, but what happens is, is these these moms that are cooking food are like, all right, get the fuck out and just go do something oh. so I can cook. Get the kids out of the house. Right. So then they'll go in the morning while they're making dinner and go watch oh. the movies and then come back. Okay. And then at night you'll get a you'll get an influx of people too. Um, cause I think, I gotta remember what was, I think the only things that were doing anything was Wonder and, uh, Justice, Justice League? League. I was about to say, Justice League better be making some fucking money this weekend. So, yeah, just, the I mean, Justice weekend. League is, is the same as like every other superhero movie. It does really well the first weekend and then it just starts to die off slowly. Yeah. So, <laughs> and usually it takes an immediate dive, but then stabilizes into a, a thing, so. Oh, shout out to Chris Mounts. On my page, he commented, uh. Dick and fart jokes with the Punisher, <laughs> which I don't look very Punishery with my glasses on. But uh, but that's uh, oh he I don't I, I don't know whose page he commented on because I shared it like on twenty different fucking pages. But uh, let me see what else. So, so the Black so Black Friday was actually uh well Chris Thanksgiving and Black Friday, well I mean I'm just saying I'm surprised Thanksgiving but then I had to think about it yeah you got people got to get the fuck out of the house you know um. So, you know, I mean, that that's there's that. I mean, if we had better movies, it probably would have done better. But And if we had luxury seating, obviously, I think we would have probably done a lot better, too. Now, uh... You know, <laughs> People sleeping off their goddamn turkey. Yeah, right. That's, exactly, yeah, you gotta hopped up a fucking tryptophan from the fucking turkey, and then you're gonna go see... I mean, look, and I like I like, I like uh, Justice League, but I wouldn't be surprised if like, people were, like, sleep, <laughs> falling asleep during it. Somebody fell asleep during Thor last night, that's for oh, sure. Oh, boy. Oh, that's right. You had someone that you don't know exactly if it was drugs or not. I don't. Th- I don't think they were drugged. I don't. I don't think they were on drugs or anything because the 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 security guys thought that they didn't look like they were on drugs because they you know they're trained to, to kind of see that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Even apparently the mall people are, um, which is sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, we live in a world where where the mall pe- the mall security have to be trained to see that kind of shit. That's kind of fucked up, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really weird. It was just like, I, you know, I get a, I get a call from one of my ushers being like, yeah, I can't wake this couple up. I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> so I go into the theater. I'm like, hey, guys, time to get up. You know, we gotta, gotta get other people in this theater. And no response. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So <laughs> I, I just called. I mean, at that point, that's when I have to call security. Mm-hmm. Um, an officer wasn't there from where, I, from the town I work, but in, but. They, uh, you know, they were able to get him up, and they, they, you know, we looked around, we didn't see any drugs or anything, we, we, you know, we were trying to just make sure that this wasn't just something drug-related, and they think they just were tired or something, because they just, whatever. Maybe they're pill popper, I don't know, I don't know what pills knock you out with. Um, so that being said, though, uh, okay, and I know you, 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 because you, since you work in the theater or whatever, it was just sort of, uh, okay, let me see, oh, Jen goes, uh, no crafters there. I'm a craft. I'm. I am a craft vendor, and I fought with Shane to do that show. I ended up being uh, so dead. <laughs> yeah. And um, what was I gonna say? So I, when I went to go see Justice League, fucking you know, again, and I know you're gonna get mad at me because whatever, you know, a kid pulls out his fucking cell phone, scrolling through fucking Instagram, and it's like, you know, and I mind you, I'm seeing Justice League like I I went before work. I went the Friday before, you know, so it came out technically came out Thursday night, but I got out of work at 11:30, so I fucking yeah, I, I you know, I missed. Uh, Thursday night, Friday morning, you know, and this ass, like, our kids, they're so fucking, because it was a young, you know, kid had to be early 20s, and it's like, you're seeing a movie, and even if the movie sucks, like, you know, you're distracting everyone behind you, and I'm like, part of me wants to, like, I don't know, like, me throw a quarter at the guy or something like that, like, like, I, I like, you know, I mean, that might start a fucking problem if I, or, or get, like, a laser pointer or something, like, so... You know, if you know it's a flash, because I mean, I know you say, okay, go get up and get somebody, but I'm in the middle of the movie. I don't want to get up and fucking get somebody. And I wish there was. I, there needs to be a system of like a button by the chair or something like you know the call. Well, for, so sure. so let, let me tell you a little story. So there's there used to be this system that my company was trying out, and it was actually wonderful. They would give people points on their loyalty card uh-huh. for using this. And there were people that would do it every single time. Basically, it was like a remote, mm-hmm. and one of the things on the remote would say, like, disturbance in theater. Mm-hmm. And that would alert our, you know, and then our security would be like, okay, well, you know, there's an issue. So, um, I don't remember how we got, I don't remember how we got alerted to any of that, but um, there was something. It was so long ago, dude, that I don't even remember. Well, that, I, it's but, just, but, it's fucking Yeah, kids. I mean, we used to have that, but see, the, that's the other problem is, is like, you know, even if we had that system, there's still going to be people that come out at the end and oh, somebody was talking. And, 
Here's the problem. Number one, the Steelers don't want to spend the money to do it. Now, I get it, yes. You're right. If they're going to spend the money to do luxury seating, then yes, they should obviously put in a system, that, an anonymous system to alert people, you know, on the outside that, hey, something's going on. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just, for me, like, would that work? Sure. Um, I personally would rather have somebody in there, like, kind of like... I, I guess a secret shopper kind of deal. Like pay someone to just sit in the theater all day? Yeah, just to sit in the theater all day and pretty much just, you know, be that person that, you know, just goes around and whatever. And you can alert them and then they, they, they have the same authority. Well, they're basically a security guard, but you just don't know that. Yeah. You know, and just alternate people in and out. I think that would be a better idea, but the problem is, is you know, I, I think what movie theaters need to do is they need to be aware of that there are people that, like, for example, parents and everything, that want to be on their phone because they don't want to watch a kid's movie or something. So, if that's the case, then make a section in the very back of the theater for texting and that, and that's where you should be. Honestly, like, that that's something that pisses me off, is, like, people don't understand that. If you want to text, like, when I text or something, I actually um, have to... I, I, I don't have to. I actually just go and um, sit in the back because it's a lot easier for me to just sit in the back and text, and then I'm not disturbing anybody. But that's all... I mean, like, I got... Like, I'm not gonna... Like, okay, like... I, I, I always put my phone on mute. Now, of course, you know, I always have things in the back of the head. I'm a parent, you know, any any moment, especially if I'm, like, during the day. During those hours when I had to go see Justice League, my daughter my daughter's at school. I could technically get a phone call from my daughter's school saying she's sick or something like that. I keep it on, I keep my phone on vibrate. I put the brightness as low as it possibly goes. And I'll take, a, like, if it vibrates, like, that's, like, supposed to be a phone call or something like that, I'll take a quick peek. But even then, I'm, like, hunched over my phone. Like, I'm using, like, my jacket to fucking, like, keep the light in. You know, these fuck it's, it's, it, I, this shit shouldn't be enforced. This is common fucking human decency to fucking, this kid pulls out his fucking phone and is scrolling through Instagram. I can understand, if you get a weird phone call, like if you get a phone call and you want to see what it's about, or even a text, because a text could be an emergency also, this motherfucker is scrolling social fucking media during the fucking movie. And it's like, you know. Well, that's, that's why. That's why we know. need to bring back, we need to beat people in public. We need to have, you know, because <laughs> no, the guy no. needs a fucking brick to the back of the fucking head to fucking learn that, you know, that no, you're not, because he's, you know, and I'm like, do I have to sit at the fucking front of the theater? This, every I mean, time they, I go they to the were movies testing, they, they are, they are testing, you know, uh, things where they put it, like, in, I, I know they were testing it at movie theaters where they would, it would disrupt your cell phone so nothing would come through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of the that's kind of the thing like maybe what they should put in, but you know, right now that that's the the biggest thing is for like for like a manager like me is to be like to have somebody come out, watch the whole fucking movie and then come out and say to me, "Well, I I this person was talking or whatever. I need to I want my money back." It's the biggest fucking frustration for me because it's like first of all, there are days where there's only two managers and maybe one employee. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't have the payroll nor the patience to go in every single theater and make sure that you're doing everything. Mind you, by the way, my usher's in there twice. Well, no, the, the, whole thing is, the theater, the theater that I was at, the usher comes in at the very beginning, and and I have to say, now I'm, it's funny, the you know, I'm I'm one movie away from being a diamond member because <laughs> I use my phone, I use the our card all the time, I'm, you know, so I go all the time. And I'm not going to say, the the usher comes in. I have no issue with the usher. The, my issue is the usher comes in in the first five minutes of the movie, checks their little thing, whatever they check, even though they got this fucking giant fucking cone in front of them that they have no, they don't even try to hide. That frustrates me. But I'm making, you know, they come in, they check in. That's usually the deal. They come in about five minutes into the movie, and then they leave. But it's not that. It's when the fucking ADD adult fucking 20-year-old fucking privileged little fucking twat face comes late who no no who who doesn't understand the concept that there's other people in the theater who don't want to fucking see the light on his phone and and so fucking okay even if the movie's boring keep your fucking phone in your pocket you're you paid ten dollars to see a fucking movie see the fucking movie and it's just i don't know it's just frustrating like you know especially that it's one like it's one thing okay that you have no fucking attention span that you're even if the movie sucks but have have no fucking courtesy for the people around you i'm just as fucking frustrating <laughs> well i mean that, that's that's just the nature of the beast i mean that's why a lot of people don't go to the movie theaters anymore because they don't want to deal with that shit yeah and i and i understand that but at the same time like it's it's almost like we should put something in front of the in front of every single movie that says if you have any issue 
Please let management know immediately. Because yeah. that's the problem. If you don't tell people that, they won't do it. And also, it's like, Fridays and Saturday nights, I always have security there. So it's like, you know there's a security guard here. You know you can come out and say something, and they will take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yet you're not getting up your, off your fat ass and doing something about it. That's what I, I, I just, fucking I don't, I don't want to miss my movie. Like, I'm in the middle of the movie, and I'm like, for, I have to get up and fucking go and look. I don't know exactly. Then I shouldn't, like, but see, that's that. But see, then on the flip side, then, if you watch the whole movie and somebody was disturbing you for your whole movie, should I give you your money back for that? No, well, that I never. Do you, asked, do you see I what I'm know, saying? Oh, no, all the time, and obviously, anyone listens to the podcast, I complain all the time. I've never went back the and podcast? asked for podcast. So oh, I was okay. like, I've never, I've never <laughs> asked for, a, I never asked for a refund. No, no, but but that's what I'm saying to you is I get people all the time. I just got a hatred for society. <laughs> well, I have, I have a hatred for people too. I hate, I hate fucking people that sit there and they go, oh well, you know. I watched the whole movie and this so and so and I'm like, well, first of all, you're the only one coming out of this fucking film. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a, obviously a lot nicer than that, but, you know, the one thing I always say to people is, is, listen to me. I get that somebody was disturbing you in your theater. I understand that. However, we have security here. If there's an issue, you need to come out and let us know. Oh, what? Well, this is the same excuse you gave me. Oh, well, you know, I just, you know, I, I didn't want to get up because I was enjoying my movie. Well, if they're disturbing you, then how are you enjoying your movie? One plus one doesn't equal two here. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you're not enjoying your movie, then you're not watching the movie. So maybe do something they about need, it. They need HD. They need uh, night vision cameras, like you know, like regular security cameras that like you. But but the, these ones that have night vision. So like so then you can see like who's on the phone. Because I mean, if so like if someone is that blatantly on the phone, then yeah, oh okay, look that asshole's on the you know kind of about halfway through the theater or whatever. You know, go get that cocksucker or something like that. <laughs> or do like they did it at Walmart and like check the tape. Look, this guy was on the phone. I want my money back. But, uh, you know, that's, I'm just, you know, and it's fun. I don't know. It sounds like I keep mentioning it all the time, but it's just, I don't, it's, it's, it's not the movie theater's fault. It's society's fault. We failed our children that they can't, yeah. they've had five, they have no fucking attention span. I agree. Um, okay. So let's, but before we hit the break, let's talk about other couple little things. Um, Chris knows about little things. Oh, oh speaking of little things, uh, we're watching, we were talking about, uh, celebrities. Cause what's his face lost his job this morning? Um, Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer from the today, uh, today show, NBC, whatever, whatever yeah, NBC is. Fucking pretentious. Fuck. Yeah. Um, you know, with Al Franken, you know, which you feel is not, you know, Roy Moore. And it's like, you know, that's the whole reason people become famous because they want to pull their dick out in front of people. That's the whole reason you become famous. I mean, yeah, the money's nice and whatever. Well, so, okay, all right. So let's distinguish some things here. First of all, Roy Moore clearly decided to pull his dick out in front of a bunch of girls. And, oh, by the way, they happen to be all underage when all this happened. Yeah. You know, it, one thing, one thing I want I want to say before we even have this conversation is, ladies, if there's an issue, and something's happening, just like in the movie theater, you know, say something cl- now. I'm sorry. Clearly, say something. Like, look, I understand that there's people out there that, you know, might you know might be in a, a form of power that you don't think that people are going to believe you, but guess what? We're in a different society. This is a different time of you know our our lives as human beings. If there's an issue. You need to say something, you know, and, and here's, you know, there's a different See, that, That's the thing. Like everybody keeps like putting Al Franken into all these other guys. And I'm like, um, Al Franken didn't purposely touch a woman or try to sexually harass somebody or try to rape them. <laughs> like we're talking about a guy that was on a USO tour as a comedian, wasn't even anywhere near being a Senator at that point, uh, doing com- funny things and actually by the way that picture you were talking about mm-hmm. uh the brother i apparently was with him on tour and said that they actually staged that photo because they thought it would be funny oh okay. and all of a sudden she's using this against him but see there again she's friends with trump uh-huh. so and she's friends with people on fox news so if you go if you go one plus one equals two there gotcha gotcha you know what i'm saying so oh. and, and the, the one thing that bothers me the most is it, it, it's the same thing that keeps coming up and this is i don't want to i don't want to come off as like a like an asshole when i say this or like being insensitive but if you get sexually harassed by somebody in a a, a way that makes you feel uncomfortable why would you then continue a, a whole uh, tour with them and you know a whole um uso tour with them and then not say anything oh by the way I'm now going to say something 11 years later, and, oh, nobody was there to witness it. Um, I'm sorry. I, I can't believe you on that one. I'm sorry. 
And then, and then yeah, you have another girl. Like, of girl don't necessarily represent. The and then two strangers, one podcast. And, and then the you have another up. fucking girl that sits there and goes, "Oh well, he touched my ass when we took a picture." First of all, you look pretty happy in that picture. Second of all, if it was really that bad and you were really offended by him supposedly groping you or whatever he did to you, um, why now again are we all all of a sudden hearing about it now? You know, it, it's it's just for me like the Al Franken thing is something completely different now. Roy Moore, yeah. you know, hey. where there's where there's where there's a whole lot of fucking smoke, more a ridiculous amount of smoke. It's it's so bad that even the Republicans are like, even if you get, even if the people of Alabama vote you in, we're gonna expel you from the Senate. <laughs> like that's that's pretty bad. When you when people are like, when even your own party's like, I don't want you, and then you have dumbass Trump being like, well, I don't know if he did that. Yeah, what? It's Come like on. it's like you know, like it's almost like. Look, well, well, almost kind of comes to the defense of Trump, but not some fucking <laughs> bullshit. But, and, Alabama. And, and that's that's the other funny Senator. thing too is like these these Roy Moore's like trying to play the whole Trump card and get it Trump card um, of the whole thing of well the media is against me. Um, the media just threw out somebody that was faking being an accuser of you because they're not gonna have they're not gonna sit there and have somebody that's fake be a part of any of that. Mm. So. You should be happy that the news is around, yeah. you know, and I just don't know. I just, for me, like, I, I think in some cases it's it's gone a little too far. Like, I put up that Looney Tunes thing the other day oh, yeah. where with Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny kissing, <laughs> forcibly kissing Elmer Fudd. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I feel like that's what's happening now. Like, every single person is going to be accused of sexual harassment in one way, fashion, or form. But there again, you know, we kind of have to, and I know this is going to sound weird, but we have to kind of distinguish between somebody that is sexually harassing to the extreme where they're trying to rape somebody mm-hmm. and somebody that is down at the, the lowest part of it where they're not necessarily, I would say it's more or less like not thinking about it and nowhere near that extreme of I'm trying to rape somebody. I did something unconsciously that offended somebody. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I didn't realize that I did it. Mm. You know, and I think that's another thing that distinguished Al Franken from everybody else is he actually came out and he said, "Look, I'm sorry if I offended somebody. If I did, you know, it is what it is, and I, and I apologize for that. And you know, I'm not. It's not like it was my intention to go grab somebody's ass. You know, <laughs> like if I did that, then I'm sorry. I don't recall that. I don't recall ever just grabbing some girl's ass. But you know." Yeah, it's you know, look at that ass. I had to grab it, nah. But uh, <laughs> but it's it, like um, like the whole like uh, Rose McGowan thing. Like they paid her five million dollars to shut up, and here we are a couple years later, and she didn't shut up. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if 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 you're gonna work with Rose McGowan, uh, she... who was that? Who was who was that then? Uh, the um, uh, uh, what's his face? Not uh, Brian. It wasn't Brian Singer. Was no, it? no, no. It was. Um, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, Weinstein, right. Yeah, right, Harvey right, Weinstein, right. like, you know, he, he... But wasn't it, wasn't, like, Brian Singer that came up again or something? Or was it, it was somebody? Uh, no, no, um, what's his face from, from X-Men 3? Yeah. Uh, Brett uh, Ratner. Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner yeah. is being accused of, of He's not, he's not things. involved with, uh, Wonder Woman anymore, so that's... Yeah, he was, he was, like, an executive producer. It basically means he was putting money towards a project. Right. And why? Because you put money towards a project, you get money back. And then, you know, they're like, how is Brett Ratner being associated with Wonder Woman? And it's one of those deals where, like, it's, like, the same thing with Harvey Weinstein. It was one of those quote-unquote open secrets where everybody kind of knew there was some fucking shadiness going on. But then magically, you know, now all of a sudden that now everyone's talking about it, now you don't want any, you know, oh, you were good enough to take his money before, but now that it's politically incorrect now, now you don't want the money. And, of course, you know, in a movie like Wonder Woman, you know, they, they can get their money. It's not like they're trying to get this movie made. <laughs> I'm pretty, people would be more than happy to give their money to Wonder Woman 2 because it, it's going to well, make everybody, money. Everybody took money from Weinstein. Hillary Clinton took money from Weinstein. Yeah. Obama took money from Weinstein. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously they came out, they condemned it, and mm-hmm. they, they moved on. I love how like they were, they were like, well, Hillary, why aren't you saying something? And Hillary's like, um, I'm doing three different days of a tour. Can you give me like two seconds to find out what the hell is going on because I don't even know what's going on yet. Yeah. Let me figure this out. I will get back to you. And she did. And I was, and I'm just sitting there going, okay, can we all shut up now? By the way, Hillary's not running for president anymore. Can we please stop harassing her? <laughs> like, I just, it, it, well, uh, I think another they, thing they, that we they can wanna, talk about. They want to beat her down before she. 
tries to run for president in 2020. I don't think she's going to run for president in 2020. But see, the one thing that always bothers me about that whole situation is Democrats will sit there. These Democrats... And it's it's more the younger ones because they're idiots. I hate young I hate young Democrats because they sit there and they're like, well, you know, we shouldn't have any we shouldn't Hillary Clinton shouldn't have any say with our party and shouldn't help us. First of all, that's stupid. You're an idiot. Second of all, um, you people literally begged her to run against the Republicans in this last presidential election. That's not that's something. If you people would actually look this stuff up, and what I mean by you it, people, what do you mean you people? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean the, the the people out there that fucking just sit there and go, well, you know, blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, Hillary Clinton was supposed to be the Democratic nominee. Was supposed to not even have any problems. Had she not had Bernie up her ass, she should have. She probably actually would have won this. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that you know people do not research and they do not see. They do not do what they should do. They don't turn off their fucking cell phones in the goddamn movie theater. You know, if they would, if people would do things properly, this whole world would be so much different. But guess what? People are fucking idiots. They don't do what they're supposed to do. And then we end up with somebody like Trump. And they this all this go, is what happens when you don't hit people in the head with bricks. Right. And, and, the and society would be a lot better. Here's the, here's the biggest thing that bothers me about that whole fucking situation is, oh, well, I'm going to vote. And I hear, I've heard this so much. Well... I'm going to vote for the lesser of two evils with Trump. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, did you not hear the the Access Hollywood tape? So you're saying that Hillary did something worse than rape, is what you're saying. So so you're telling me that every time, and this is what really fucking pisses me off about people. Mm-hmm. Well, she's lesser of two evils. When did she rape somebody? Yeah. By the way, you keep sitting here having these conspiracy theories of, oh, well, she assassinated all these other people. We live in a social media age. Guess what? If she fucking assassinated somebody or the Clintons together mm. assassinated somebody, don't you think we would have heard about that by now? Yeah, yeah we would have. Because we live in a social media age where everything eventually comes out. Yeah. Even from 10 years ago, everything eventually comes out. Oh, but she's running a, a pedophile ring in a oh fucking pizza place. Oh my god, like, Jesus Christ. Like, Christ. like, you know, <laughs> can we please stop this? Like, you know, you got... It just, we need, that's why I say like this, like even us being live on Facebook like right now, like that's great. I mean, that's great for like businesses and podcasts and everything, but I don't want Joe Schmo to be on there and be like, I fucking hate Trump and I'm, I'm a, I'm a go out and kill a bunch of blacks and blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, by the way, the police will be on their way in two seconds. Yeah. You racist fuck. You know, we're talking about, you know, comic book movies and dick and fart jokes, so. You know, I don't think we're hurting the fucking world, but, you know, some people, they oh. just, you know, they, they have their bullshit agenda. Um, and speaking of, uh, we're going to cut the episode a little short, but I think we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be a How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? 
because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. All right, so um, let me see a couple things. Uh, the new... Uh, the new season of Punisher or should I, I say the new season the first season of Punisher even though he's been on Netflix Daredevil and was he in the Defenders I don't I didn't I didn't see any of the Defenders I'm pretty sure he might he probably had at least had a fucking cameo on an episode or two um, um no he was he was in Daredevil I mean he was okay but I'm saying the new season or should I say the, the first season of Punisher is so fucking good I, j- I just finished watching the last episode last night. Um, it is so good. It is fucking bloody and intense. And, 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 but with that means it's funny because it's a show. I love how the show kind of talks about gun control. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it, it's almost like you watch the show and it's almost like, oh, this show is like for gun control. This show is actually in a way like kind of, it's showing like the extremes, sort of like saying maybe we should have gun control. Because, and, and they say because of mental health issues, because of post traumatic stress disorder, because of all this shit. But then on the flip side, then they have a scene that it's <laughs> that people who love guns fucking come in their pants when they watch because, you know, fucking, you know, Jay Barenthal, John Barenthal, Punisher, Frank Castle is fucking killing, <laughs> you know, rooms, rooms full of people with guns. So it's so funny how the show kind of walks that line where it, it's, it's, it's fucked up and um, it's fucked up, but it's also, you know, it's having a conscience, but it's also giving the gun nuts shit that they love also. And, you know, not that that's a bad thing, but... It's another subject we can talk about at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, Punisher is really good. It is really fucking... Bl- especially the last, like, two or three episodes. Fucking bloody as fuck. And there's sex scenes. You know, you, we have to take a consideration that, ultimately, this is a product made by Disney. <laughs> you know? You know, it's made by Marvel Studios. Marvel you see Marvel, nudity Marvel, in this? We, you don't see nudity. Now, the funny thing, and this was brought up on another podcast, one of Kevin Smith's podcasts, you'll never hear them say the word fuck. And I think that's on all all Marvel, Disney, all Marvel, Netflix shows. They'll never say the word fuck. They'll show fuck and people getting shot in the face and blood splatter all over the wall. And uh, the but But they've had, like, there's a couple, there's about two or three sex scenes in the season or whatever. I mean, not and it's not really spoiling that much. There's like two things that like, I mean, like, the, you know, a woman pulls on her panties and the camera cuts away like a second before you see any of the goodies. But I mean, like, <laughs> you know, and people just fucking, there's, you know, guys railing a girl from behind. And it's like, like the sheets are placed, placed just in the way where like it's just barely covering her nipple and her pussy and stuff like that. And I mean, don't be me wrong, it's fucking hot as fuck, but it's like you keep it in the back of your mind. This was made by Disney, <laughs> technically. But, you know, and I mean that in a good way. I mean, it's, you know, the sex scenes are, are pretty cool. Of course, the violence is pretty cool, and that's so uh, that shows shows you where my fucking head is at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, uh, Punisher is is a good. It's a good show. It just it's funny when you when you look at it and go, hey, this was made by uh, this is made by uh, Disney. Um, the new Infinity War trailer, the official Marvel, not bullshit bootleg cell phone camera version, was released last night or this morning or whatever. I mean, I I must I fell asleep last night so. Um, you know, I don't know when exactly it came out, but it was pretty much this morning. Um, it's not the trailer. It's not beat by beat the trailer that was like the leaked cell phone footage. But, you know, shows, you know, gave us a shot of Thanos. Uh, the vision, you know, and it's not really spoilers. The vision, but the, vin- the vision looking like a human as opposed to like a red 
fucking robot, like yeah. looking like looking like Paul Bettany. Basically, Paul Bettany with a fucking jewel in his head. Right. Um, uh, seeing Thanos pull the fucking <laughs> pull the stone out of fucking like, you know, actually, I, wait, did we see him pull it out of fucking Vision's head? But we do see him basically moments after he's pulled it out of Vision's head, putting it on the gauntlet. So he doesn't have all the stones just yet. No, 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 no. He didn't have the yellow stone. But I, but I, he he put a stone on his gauntlet, but it wasn't the yellow stone. Oh, because if okay. you remember, because he might have been a misdirect. One. Right, right, might have right. been a misdirect so, then. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I mean, the way the trailer was cut, it looks like it looks like it was like just moments after. It looks it, in my brain, I could have sworn, uh, you know, once again, it's a trickery of, of trailers. You know, it looks like he because he has to get that stone eventually out of Vision's fucking forehead uh, to put in the gauntlet. Um, you know, uh, then we see the Black Panther go. Get this man a shield. And then Captain America steps into frame and he has the beard. You know, what they call Nomad when Captain America isn't working for the United States. He's Nomad. But I'm like, Black Panther said it. Motherfucker, you you run the country that makes vibranium. <laughs> Don't say get this man a shield. You got that shit. <laughs> Take a big chunk off of that big fucking uh, Black Panther statue you have in Town Square. Um, you know, that's pretty interesting, too, because apparently, I mean, they don't show it in the Black Panther trailer, but apparently that statue comes to life and defends the, the city, apparently. So oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> Four feet in legs. I, I think it's only, it might only be in the comic, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that that statue is able to come to life. So if that's the case, that'll be awesome if it's in the movie. <laughs> it's like now we'll, we'll get a glimpse of how a live action Voltron would look, the black the black line. Um Apparently, this movie there's a, a big major battle. Like I'm assuming in Wakanda, because it looks like yeah. like the Avengers come running out, and then a bunch of guys are behind them. And you know, I mean, I hate to sound racist or whatever. It looks like it's a bunch of Wakandans. <laughs> What's a nice way of saying black people? Uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm you know I'm, I'm just the assuming it's of Chris Cologne. <laughs> um, let me see what else. You know, we see Thanos, we see, uh, you know, see Spider-Man in New York. We see the Iron Spider, you know, the the the, 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 the suit he refused at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. Spoilers. Um, we see, like, Iron Man being, like, all, like, depressed and shit. All whiny. And that was cool is that they took the, the line from Nick Fury from, like, the first Avengers, like, we put a team together to do the things that we thought, but they break it up where different members of the Avengers are saying they they're saying the same line Nick Fury said from like the original Avengers, but they're all kind of saying it about you know we got a special team together of unique individuals to protect the world and did the things that we couldn't do or you know, so I thought that was cool. Uh, I can't think of any more. We are probably gonna fucking have to wrap this up because I am really in a fucking rush. Um, last bit here, and I'm, I'll keep it spoiler-free, uh, DC's Doomsday Clock, which is basically the Watchmen meets, uh, the Justice League. The first issue came out last Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Black, not Black, not Black Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, it's fucking awesome. I, I mean, I paid $6 because I got the one with the lenticular cover where it's Rorschach's face. And then when you, when you move it around, it goes from, like, the globs to fucking, like, Wonder Woman's logo, Superman's logo, Batman's logo. Um, and it's not really a spoiler since it's right on the cover. Rorschach is in the issue and of course the big question is how is Rorschach in the issue if Dr. Manhattan fucking you know atomized him at the beginning at the end of Watchmen spoilers uh <laughs> which I mean if you have if you're listening to the show you've seen at least seen Watchmen the movie yeah. um but they kind of explain it in a way that makes sense um the intro now I didn't read any of the before Watchmen comics but they there there's like two new characters in here that feel like they exist in this world they might have been in the before Watchmen comics, but they're not in the like the main like the main Watchmen series. They're not. There's two new metahumans, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, you know, it's it's in a world where um, Ozymandias. Now it's following the the comic, not the movie, where Ozymandias is not a nuke that blows up in New York. He produces a giant psychic squid that attacks New York or whatever, and and so it's years after the so like if. If Watchmen if it was like 85 or 88 or 89 or whatever, this is 1992. And it's basically the same. This is supposed to be happening right around the time the death of Superman. Even though it's different universes, the death of Superman's in one universe. The Watchmen, it's years later where, if you remember the end of Watchmen, uh, Rorschach drops his journal at the like little independent newspaper company and reveals all of Ozymandias' plans. So the world has found out that Ozymandias had planned all this shit um, and now he's the world's most wanted man. He's still alive. They're trying to hunt him down. He's on the run. Uh, Rorschach is there. Um, and once again, I don't want to spoil spoiler too much, but, you know, uh, 
and there and if you want to go there is a there's a six page preview it was on my stranger vlog <laughs> for six pages of the issue uh with commentary from new york comic-con with uh, jeff johns talking about yeah panel by panel uh what's going on and you can find that on uh stranger vlog and uh but my point is it's really fucking awesome and you guys should check it out um i think we're gonna cut it short for now because i really have to run out the door and get to work because i'm a fucking pathetic piece of shit who fucking can't get to anywhere on time and uh except work yeah all right so uh, i'll cut in another outro from another podcast and uh we hope you guys enjoyed listening had as much fun as we did recording thank you for listening to two strangers one podcast i'm chris i'm paul don't be a stranger peace we're out bye you should be fapping all right so we're gonna wrap this up that's what she said. Um, I'll splice in the, the whole breakdown. But please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net where you can find all things show-related. First and foremost, you can find links to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can download episodes onto your iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. Or if you can, yeah, you can download us on the Stitcher app. It's the app that I use to listen to all my podcasts. Uh, you know, Chris Hardwick's The Nerdist, Kevin Smith's Modcast, this, you know, This American Life, Adam Carolla, Mark Marin, and of course, Paul's other baby, the Tanami Faithful Podcast. Which will be well represented as well. Are, they're all, they're all available on, uh, I promise. They're all available on Stitcher app. I mean, we're going there under the two strange. We're going there under the umbrella of Tsunami Faithful, which you know. Well, but, hopefully, we're going to get some big interviews. But we're trying. We're, we, we've been trying to get some good interviews. Um, I'll be honest with you. Right now, I'm, I'm betting zero for zero. No, no, none of the ones. But I've gotten, I've gotten my name on a couple of lists. And if I could just get my name on it, that's all I ask is to be on a list. Because you know, what it is people put their name on the list, then other people forget about it or drop out or do something else or don't want to do it on a Sunday. You know, and then like, oh, by the way, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sometimes you got to be the last guy at the club. Like, it's looking like we may stay here, to stay here, stay there until Sunday, come back Sunday night, because Chris here has to work at three. But I'm going to try to get the day off so that way I can go back and just sleep. And, and, and quite like, frankly, oh, if, yeah. if things work out, if things work out the way I would like for them to work out, I think it would be our best interview yet. Does, does, does your mom have cable? Yes. Yes. Does she have Cartoon Network? Yes, she does. Because my okay, daughter so watches guess, guess fucking... What we're watching it. My daughter watches fucking... Guess what? When we get the fuck home on Saturday night, we're watching... Motherfucker, when you get the fuck home, you're going to pass the fuck out. <laughs> no, Because you've been at fucking fuck Comic-Con no. all day. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit here you're and gonna record... Like, uh, I'm going to record you watching... <laughs> I guarantee you, you're not going to fucking watch... I, I'm not saying you're not... I'm not going to I'm not gonna stop you. I'm just saying... Comic Con, and it's already fucking Saturday. Like you've already worked Thursday and Friday. Saturday night, you're gonna. You're, as soon as you fucking get to the fucking house, you're gonna pass the fuck out. You're not gonna. I'm just saying. Is as, as, as much as I love Comic Con, it's like running a fucking marathon. But you're done. You're done. And you're exhausted. And you feel free to watch Toonami all you like. It ain't gonna fucking happen. Like I fucking. I'm telling you that right now. Um, but I get to hear hear your mom saw wood. So there we go. <laughs> no, well, she'll be. Like no, she'll be like. It's funny when if I. Any of you have never heard that episode of the podcast you need to hear listen to it is, the, it's, it is the most hilarious thing i've ever heard don't wake mommy is the name of the episode yes. and and like we're sitting here we're sitting here recording a podcast and all of a sudden in the background i hear and chris is in the background of chris's apartment i hear i'm like what the fuck is that well in all fairness it was a smaller apartment and my mom was probably fairness. my mom was probably not even 20 feet away from the mic when she was sleeping and snoring but um so, which makes me laugh. Yeah, it's it, like, it, how did she sleep through the fact that you were recording a podcast? You know, she, my mom was a heavy sleeper. Um, so let me let me do let me do Chris's job for him. So you can find us no, on so, Facebook. No, no, Facebook. I'm, no, okay. No, I was talking about uh, Stitcher. S T I T C H E R. When you're in a Wi-Fi spot, like I usually do, you can download all your episodes. Uh, put on Listen Later, available offline, so you don't have to kill the data on your phone. You don't have to kill your battery. Uh, downloading all the episodes when you're from your data you could use it right on your wi-fi and if you don't want to use stitcher or itunes you can find us on our actual hosting site soundcloud you can find us on the soundcloud app um, just search for two strangers one podcast um, i do my i make sure every episode is available for download you can check us out there um, if you now once again if you want to support the show we want your money we need your money but if we can't spend a penny it just takes two seconds to share and like us on facebook facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast all spelled out uh, once again just share and like us everyone and their fucking mother has a facebook page if you want to help us out 
uh, get our get our message out there because you know I could spam people and Paul could spam people, but no one's really gonna pay attention unless you say, "Hey, check these guys out." I mean, we could sit here saying, oh, "We're great, we're wonderful." <laughs> you know, you have to fucking if you say listen well. to these guys, listen. I jerk off all the time. Uh, if you say uh, you know listen to these guys, they're funny. Um, you know, it would definitely help the show. Uh, Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Boy, uh, does he like to use his mouth? mouth. That okay. Let me see what else you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail dot com. Once again, that's all spelled out. Two strangers one podcast at gmail dot com. We're also available on Stitcher. I'm mean, not on Stitcher. On Twitter at the Twitter to start with the Twitter handle <laughs> at Stranger Podcast. Uh, but we don't really use Twitter. Um, no, Chris doesn't use Twitter, and I don't. He's gonna have to give me the password at the end. <laughs> Especially with Comic Con because we will be using it whether he fucking likes it. <laughs> and I'm bad, bad, by the way. <laughs> and I think that's it. Or did Oscar actually write us back? No, no. This is another. This is a whole other. Whole other what? This is another. This is from like July. This is like from June. Oh. All right. Sorry. Christy Pitts. Verizon lost launched. Okay, this is from a. Guo Pei Tei. Verizon just launched a podcast. Christy Pitts hosts their podcast. And I thought she would make a really good guest for Two Strangers on Podcast. Will you be interested in a liaison? That sounds like... <laughs> a liaison. Yeah, it just sounds like it's fake. But anyways. Yeah, that's that's a that's a bogus email. That's why I probably... I probably looked at it and said, oh, that looks like shit. That's why. Um, so once again, you can write us at uh, Two Strangers on Podcast.com. And I can't think of anything else. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. About time. So <laughs> you can find uh, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me. It's Paul Pascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. You can also ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. And you can obviously listen to me on my other podcast, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, we will be going to New York Comic Con. We will be trying to do some... I have some business that I have to handle anyways on top of all the other things that we're trying to do. So thankfully, we'll get all that done too as well. So that's about it. All right. Well, I certainly we certainly hope you enjoyed it and had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. Oh. Bye. Yo, shut the fat bag. My face. Sorry, Jen. We didn't, I, we didn't mean to start early. All right. Here we go, man. Go ahead. You want read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia. Is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. (laughs) This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? 
Yeah. I don't want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.